Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Good day and welcome in, Rob Black and your money. Thank you. I don't know why, but thank you all the same. Wow. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. Apple up. We've got to talk a little Apple, right? Apple rises, snap sinks, snap crackle pop. There's something there, but I don't know what it is. Apple's the biggie of the day. MasterCard in the news. Typically, I say what's good for MasterCard is good for Visa. So let's hit the top stories of the day. Cautious start out there as investors await the end of the Federal Reserve meeting, which is seen as a key indicator for monetary policy. That still is numero uno on the minds of the market. And I think that's fair to say. Higher borrowing cost historically has had a way of slowing things down on economic activity. So we're going to pay attention to the Fed's preferred inflation metric, the core PCE, which hit 1.9% in March. That's three quarters earlier than the Fed's projection. You saw the GDP numbers come out, show a very strong economy. The Fed won't quite overreact as they have, quote-unquote, tolerance in their words, should they resist the urge to not raise rates faster. Chesapeake Energy is in the news today, up 4%. They had a nice quarter. Devon Energy, up 2.2%. Another nice quarter. The expiration and production of gas, natural gas and oil, doing quite well. Wow, Chesapeake Energy, stock I haven't looked at in years. I just realized that you know they just reported numbers. What's interesting to note is how awful the stock is. Apple's up after reporting second quarter earnings. Um, revenue of $61 billion. Slight beat on earnings, but what's that all about, right? When you're that big of a company and you're you know, getting above your numbers, that could be uh, engineered to say the least. Yum Brands, which runs KFC and Taco Bell, down almost 5%. The restaurant chain, and I use the term restaurant loosely, um, did well. So, but it's all tied towards the new new recognition accounting standards. Yum China, which operates in China, it's down 10%. See how smart I am? Mama didn't raise no dummy. Or maybe she did. So, uh, Yum Brands in the, in the news. 
And Yum Brands China in the news. Clorox in the news. Isn't it great that you could own so many different types of companies? Home product maker. They raise their guidance. Wall Street digs that, but not like... We're a little bit spoiled by Facebook, Amazon, Alphabet, Netflix, Google, Apple. They seem to run so well for us. Wilson Coors down 5%. Their car has been kicked out of car wash. Their beer has been kicked out of car washes. You can now no longer wash your, your car with a can of Molson Coors Brewing. They say it's got, well, I'll just be quiet. Snap, big loser day, huge loser. Social networking company lost 17 cents a share, which was in line with expectations. Oh, snap. Revenue was 15 million under expectations, though. So, not crazy bad to miss revenue by about 3 to 4%, but stock's getting clobbered. Daily active users grew to 191 million below the 194 million consensus expectations. Uh, they did a revamp of their app, and no one seems to like it except for the CEO. And that's a problem, especially when you get said CEO in the news. And he seems kind of angry at people. So, analyst, let's go back ever so s- slowly. Analysts got Apple all wrong. And there was a bit of a panic in the last four or five business days. Apple reported fiscal second quarter earnings above expectations, despite a slight miss in its iPhone unit sales numbers versus estimates. Investors are also relieved due to the company's much better than feared June quarter sales guidance range. But analysts in the last couple of days went into full panic mode and lowered price targets and lowered uh, expectations, which was good. Because it was kind of built into the stock when it goes from 180 to 160. And then in the last four sessions, it goes from 160 to 176. Like, whoa, gave you an opportunity. They don't come along often. And when they do, they're usually brought along with some fears and concerns. And that you have to pay, you know, to get a discount, you have to pay the premium of, of the fear that comes with it. So services for Apple are doing very, very well. Now, the average selling price for the iPhone was below expectations. So it's not selling as many iPhone 10s. But with that being said, they're still making pretty good money on the iPhone 8, iPhone 7s. But it lowers the average selling prices. And it was during a full quarter of iPhone 10 availability. Average selling prices, 728 missed expectations. You're fucking concerned the iPhone 10 mix faded versus earlier expectations. Last year, we were talking about the super cycle for Apple, and there's no iPhone super cycle. Apple units increased 3% year over year, and while positive, it stopped short of investor expectations for a super cycle. About a year ago, there was a belief that the iPhone 10 could create this, everyone has to go out and get it, positioning. Hmm. And that's that, right? So there's not that much more to say about Apple, other than Wall Street got it quite wrong. And the amount of share buybacks they're going to be doing is stunning. Now, Apple, to me, is more of a play on their dividend. And there's better dividend stocks. It's not a grower at this point in time. They're a play on services, but there's better service stocks out there. 
Now, I own shares of Apple, and it's becoming a conundrum for me on why am I owning it. Um, I think it's kind of a lighthouse in a market that can get in trouble fast. People tend to like, you know, that that knowledge that it'll be okay even if the market goes to heck in a handbasket because they got so much cash. Nancy Pelosi in the news today saying she'll run for speaker if the Democrats win the House, which is exactly what the GOP wanted to hear. It's going to be an interesting election year, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting closer to it. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing more. Got a big seminar coming up right around the corner. I'd love to see you there. It's this week, in fact. Holy mackerel time flies. May the 3rd, which, holy mackerel, that means it's tomorrow. Whoa. I once knew a female named Don Zackerel in high school. She ran for like, student office president. And her high school presidential poster was, holy mackerel, vote Don Zackerel. So every time I see the word mackerel, every time I can use the word mackerel, I try to. Because it makes me smile. It's a word that makes me smile. Holy mackerel snap. Had a bad quarter. That's not a mackerel. That's a dolphin. But dolphins do taste delicious just like mackerels. Anyway. I want to start my own tuna company called Dolphin Tuna. Tuna with a poipus. Snap set to open... Lower and lower and lower, it feels like. So it's going to be near a record low after its earnings disaster. Company reported revenue that missed expectations. It warned the second quarter growth rate will decelerate. What? You can't be a legitimate tech company and say that your earnings are going to, your revenue is going to decelerate or your user base is going to decelerate. Amazon's sexy because it's growing, Apple's sexy because they're growing. Netflix growing, Google growing. So Snap, man, trading down 20% at a record low. Company reported revenue of $230 million, missing expectations. I've used uh, Snap, and it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. They expect the second quarter growth rate to decelerate substantially from first quarter levels. So, with growth in auction impressions partially offset by pricing for both Snap ads and creative tools. Stocks down two years in a row now when the market's up. Stocks down when tech stocks are up. Analysts are basically saying Snap has a management problem. A mess. It's a mess. It's a mess, so says Donald Trump. And that's the kettle calling the pot black. A mess. It's a mess. Or is it a pot called a kettle block? I don't know. It's one of the two. Snap is based on a sprawling campus in California, which the company itself has admitted could create problems. CEO Evan Spiegel dictates all product decisions from the top down, and there's a culture of secrecy and upheaval. I was doing some research yesterday on campuses and, you know, how many times the police have been called 911 to... Facebook, And then you hear about the campus issues at Facebook. It's wide open and they want it to be collegiate. They want it to be um, 
you know, non-business threatening. Problem could be sometimes that, you know, if you're going to be in super secrecy, you're going to have a tough time pulling together initiatives. Now, Snap did a redesign that their CEO says, you know, take it or shove it. And people are shoving it. So they need to optimize the new design. Credit Suisse said the earnings were conviction testing. While Deutsche Bank said Snapchat risks losing its cool status because of the redesign and it's testing the patience of advertisers. It questioned why the redesign has not been more aggressively rolled back already. Snap problems are because it's poorly structured. So says some analysts. Poorly structured company that's demonstrating a clear pattern of mismanagement. Oh, that's a tough one. Because that's basically saying the CEO needs to go. Success or failure starts at the top, right? And here some analysts are saying, um, we see failure. Houston, we have a problem. I've worked with bosses in the past that are hands-off, and it can become a problem. I've worked with bosses in the past that are hands-on, and it become, can become a problem, right? If you diffuse the structure, you know, trying to foster positive employee morale and encouraging social interaction, it's, 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 it's difficult to pull off the perfect company, right? So the campus is so big that CEO Evan Spiegel down in Venice Beach, there's a lot of, you know, they're using a lot of private houses as offices. And Spiegel has to be driven between them in a Range Rover with a private driver. So they got to figure out even their campus. Now, do you want to throw money in a company that has to figure out their campus? Not, not just their product, but their campus. Wow. At Snapchat, which recently renamed itself Snap Inc., secrecy is kind of a way of life. It comes with a job, right? There's things that you don't talk about being told to employees, like first rule of Fight Club. So they have a list of forbidden topics. And then projects blossom out of nowhere, and they vanish suddenly. So Spiegel's still only 27 years old. He dictates all product decisions from the top down. He's married to probably one of the most amazingly beautiful women on the planet who's pregnant with his baby. Is he distracted? It's a really good question. And as an investor, do you want to put your money there when you're hearing the company's having campus problems, design problems? They're having problems. Houston, we have a problem. And is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? When it comes to investing, it creates an opportunity. The time to bet, you know, that the Apollo 13 astronauts were going to make it back to Earth. You know, you probably didn't get, you probably got really good odds before they took off. But then when they got into a problem and told Houston we have a problem, that's Houston, when it becomes, it becomes a little bit more of an issue. And you have to say to yourself, oh, I don't know if I'm going to invest in that space mission. Or, oh, I don't know if I'm going to invest in that. Uh, company, right? So snap in the news because of management. That's your investment lesson of the day. Success or failure starts at the top. UPS is in talks with at least one other trucking firm to launch an in-home delivery service for large, heavy goods such as couches and treadmills. Final mile delivery is a market that could grow to about $12 billion over the next decade. So you want a treadmill that's at the store a mile away and you don't have a truck to go haul it? UPS is talking about being a hauling company, so to speak. Final mile delivery is a market for transport's futures. It can grow to about $12 billion over the next decade from about $3.7 billion today. A lot going on. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget a big event coming up in Cupertino. 
tomorrow night. You can sign up for the event by going to Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Hipsters. Whoa. He's got guns. Wow. My head in the wall. Got guns and spirits in your head. Probably time to get some medication. Hulu now has 20 million American subscribers. Company renewed The Handmaid's Tale for a third season. And it announced a multi-year deal with DreamWorks Animation. It will also add advertising to its live TV and downloadable content. Can I invest in Hulu? Is Hulu the next Netflix? Is it Netflix worth more than Disney? It's coming pretty close. Hulu announced its new membership figures. At the Upfront presentation in New York, the Upfronts are an annual presentation for advertisers where television networks preview their upcoming shows. The Upfronts used to be kind of a thing. I remember being a kid and right around the time of Upfronts, they would show, they'd put together a package like ABC would put together a package of all the new shows coming to ABC this fall. And if you like medical dramas, we're going to have Paris Hilton as a young doctor in Africa. Fighting the Ebola virus on the front lines. Hi, I'm Paris Hilton. I really hope you watch my new show this fall. The Ebola Princess. Whoa. Too soon, right? Very funny. Hulu announced a third season of its dystopian original breakout drama hit, The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, which is, I think, one of the greatest pieces of literature ever put together that I've consumed. Not ever because I haven't consumed all that, but I thought The Handmaid's Tale was a a thought-provoking book as a kid. So Hulu also made a relationship with DreamWorks Animation Films. They're going to work together to create original kids and family series. Hulu is majority owned by Disney. It's one of the assets they're getting from Fox, right? Now Disney is losing its market cap valuation to Netflix, but Disney's got a Netflix light. You know, Netflix has 55 million U.S. subscribers. Hulu's got 20 million. It's, it's not shabby. So maybe we should be looking at shares of Disney. Except for Disney's got ESPN problems. And they won't go. I got ESPN problems and they won't go. Go! Big event coming up tomorrow night with CFP Chad Burton. NewFocusFinancial.com. NewFocusFinancial.com. You can sign up for the event tomorrow night. It's going to be in Cupertino. We don't do a lot in Cupertino. So I just don't, I don't like that Thursday traffic. But May 3rd, 6.30 to 8.30, I'll get there probably around 4. If you want to chit-chat, talk me up. Juniper Hotel, Cupertino. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. It can be hard to even know where to begin. New tax laws, social security strategies, batting good retirement products. Choosing the right counts to draw from first. You can sign up for the Juniper Hotel event Thursday, tomorrow, 630 at 830 at newfocusfinancial.com. That's com, and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free if you've not been to an event before. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. He uh, does a show here from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. 
uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And you can hear him here at 6 a.m., but you can hear him now as he talks about an, an email from someone about old folks' homes, something I fear, because, well, let's just say I fear. Chad? Let me get to an email real quick. This is a good one. You've got Because it. we have a lot of people listening to the show that, you know, have older parents. And this is coming up more and more. In fact, early in my career, I had to deal with these types of issues right away because I started the business with my grandfather and he had a lot of older clients. But how's it going on? Chad, my mother has has had dementia for several years now. We finally decided it's time for her to move into memory care. Unfortunately, it's $95,000 per year. Besides her home, mom has about 100000 in the bank, 500000 in a Schwab account, and 400000 in an IRA. Her body is healthy, so she could live another 10-plus years. Should we use the cash, then the stocks, then the IRA, and then tap the home value? What should we be thinking about? That's a great question. And this is, seems really odd, but when it comes to paying for major healthcare costs, it's more important now than ever to bring your CPA into the mix to run some modeling. It was kind of scary um, when the Tax Cut Act was being developed because we were very afraid that the ability for people to itemize their deductions and, and get take their healthcare expenses was going to go away. The new federal tax law preserves the ability of millions of Americans with high medical expenses to deduct those costs from their returns. For the next two years, you can write off your medical expenses if you're itemizing, and those expenses exceed 7.5% of your modified adjusted gross income. Now, modified adjusted gross income is weird. You have to add your taxable income plus your Social Security plus your tax-free bond income and everything. Modified adjusted gross income is a weird number. And you have to be itemizing your deductions. So let's say mom typically has Prop 13. She's paying $1,500 a year in property taxes. And she doesn't have a mortgage. So she's probably doing the the new standard deduction of $12,000. So if you're going to itemize, it means your first $12,000 of medical expenses for mom really just kind of gets eaten up because of the that's that's the the wash between that and itemizing your deductions okay the rest of that it goes into that world of deducting your medical expenses so there's a blend here because the first thing i would actually want to target is that ira which seems counterintuitive because you pull money out of an IRA, you're going to pay taxes on it just to pay healthcare costs. Well, yeah, but if you blend it in the right amount, you'll actually be drawing that money out of the IRA at a 0% tax rate. If the kids inherit that IRA, they will pay taxes on 100% of what they inherit. If the kids inherit the money in the Schwab account, mom's passed away, they get a step up in basis. They'll inherit that tax-free. They'll get a step up in basis and inherit the home totally tax-free. So there's going to be a proper blend of income for mom to get that new $95,000 a year expense paid for. Maybe it's half IRA, half money from the Schwab account to keep the taxable income at just the right amount in order to write off those medical expenses. The other thing that I want people to think about that are older, because of the way the new SALT, the limited SALT state and local income tax deduction works, and the fact that the medical expenses get worse in two years, you probably need to lump your medical expenses. If you have a lot of medical items you need to take care of, lump them all together either this year or next 
talk to your CPA about doing that so you can maximize your medical expenses before this changes two years from now. And I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Apple reported strong iPhone sales in the first three months of the year. And Apple stores are really a big hit in China because, and this always sounds weird, the Chinese like to shop and they like going to malls. So I was talking to someone recently who, who goes to China a lot and he goes, man, the Chinese. He's like, I was, I was going to the bathroom using a stall and uh, he could hear a TV through in the, in the stall next to him. And he's like, what up with that? So he basically heard a reality show in a mall restroom. Between flushes, he could figure out that it was some sort of like Chinese soap opera kind of thing. People are streaming on their smartphones in the bathroom. If that's not a victory for Hulu and Netflix, I don't know what is. If you haven't figured it out by now, people love to watch movies and shows on the go especially in China, where it's considered a luxury. When fast wireless internet connections gadgets made the world turn upside down in our living rooms, companies like Netflix flourished. The allure of watching videos is so strong that a quarter of mobile users stream them even while in the toilet, according to surveys. Have you ever found yourself taking a bathroom break and checking your phone for whatever reason? I'm guilty of it. Now, I haven't watched things like I haven't watched Stranger Things because when I'm in the commode, I'm in the commode. And it's strange enough, right? But it's a phenomenon. So when Baidu's Netflix-like video streaming service called Ikiai, it's as close as I'm going to get to it, it debuted on NASDAQ and it hasn't really done well. So it's I-Q-I-Y-I. This year, adults in China will spend 159 minutes each day on smartphones. For the first time ever, the Chinese will spend almost an hour each day watching videos on gadgets. The average in the United States, just 37 minutes. There's massive content production industry in China right now to fuel this consumption of media. Now, China's got sensors, and that's always going to be a problem. How heavy-handed will they be with different content out there? But I'm going to check out IQIYI. I get it now. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Apple said during their conference call, they quoted 451 Research, which is the customer satisfaction with the iPhone is 95%, saying we generated almost $34 billion in earnings in six months. Wow. They say they have their best pipeline of products and services they've ever had. Who cares about stuff like that? But $34 billion in earnings in six months. Go write that number down. It will astound you. iPhone satisfaction of 95% is breathtaking. These are people that the product's well-liked and they come back for more. I admitted the other day I've got, you know, way too much Apple in my home. Services were up 31%. Wearables were up almost 50%. Paid subscriptions passed $270 million, up $30 million in the last 90 days, contributing to the overall increase in services. Their services business is something you and I would kill for. 
not not just their iPhone business, but now the iPhone business is going to slow because if you want an iPhone, you probably have an iPhone. I can't imagine there's too many people, but like healthcare is going to be an area that's really really big for Apple coming down the road. And they've got the money and the research to say, okay, America's fat. We can see that. We don't even have to do research on that one. Right? So we know America's fat. What diseases come with fat? They'll figure it out. And we'll start coming up with sensors that will detect if you're making headway into losing weight and or if diseases are starting to, to you know bite you, so to speak. I hate Johnny Damon. Is it Johnny Damon? Johnny Depp. Hated his version of us. I'm, I'm Team Gene Wilder. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. The ADP employment change report for April showed an estimated 204,000 positions were added to the private sector payroll. Gains were broad-based by company size, and they weren't driven totally by service-providing jobs. The FOMC is meeting today, and whatever happens doesn't really matter when the clock strikes 11 Pacific Standard Time AM. The target range for the Fed funds rate is expected to remain unchanged, yet market participants are waiting to see what the Fed says with their directive about a fourth rate hike this year. Take a look at earnings season, and it's been pretty glorious. Like, I need a cigarette. It's been that good. It's been blissful. I don't smoke. I'm taking a MasterCard, Sorry. CVS Health, T-Mobile, Mondelay, Exelon, Norwegian Cruise Lines, Clorox, all solid. Apple top expectations, $100 billion buyback. $100 billion is being added to their buyback program. That's ludicrous. That's insanity, I'm telling you. All right, all right, yeah, there's, all right. There, there's, some, there's some problems out there. Like private, I almost can call them policy directives. But then it's, it's policy directives tied towards the public. But it seems to me that there could be some trade friction that could crop up. There's angst about special counsel Mueller's investigation of Russia's interference in the 2016 election. Bueller. There's rising debt worries. Bueller. Yeah, well, we do have a debt problem in the United States, whether it be credit or college debt or mortgage debt. We've got a lot of debt. We've got a lot of bills that we need to pay, ladies and gentlemen. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, I don't really want to talk about SNAP anymore. I feel like we could beat them up later. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, yeah, yeah. So, Zuckerberg mentioned that they're going to compete with Tinder, and they're going to set up a feature that allows Facebook users to do dating online or something like that. Wowie, wow, wow, wow. And, of course, Tinder comes out and says, you know, that's great for Russian and American relationships. Total zinger, right? If Russia could buy the elections, then maybe we'll 
marry a Russian bride or they're, they're kind of blending some pretty mean points right there. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So China wants to silence their critics right now. China's influence operations in Australia are growing and gaining more attention. A migrant agent who advertises in an independent Chinese language newspaper had officers from the country's security agency camp in his Beijing office for two weeks harassing him to end his advertising, which he did. So Australia is calling out China and saying, you know, this isn't cool. Apple reportedly requested its ads not to run in two independent Australian newspapers for fear of angering China. Now, again, different countries have different issues, right? And we all are happy North Korea is talking with South Korea. But there's still some pressures facing, you know, the success of China over the long term because of the way they run their politics out of Beijing. Australia is calling them out on it. Apple, afraid to. Does that tell you a little bit more about what's going on? You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Don't forget the big seminar coming up tomorrow night in Cupertino. You can find out more by going to Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free.